StrongmanCorporation.com presents Strongman Radio, home for news, information, reviews, and results of the American Strongman Corporation and North American Strongman Incorporated, as well as strongmen across the globe. Coming to you from Strongman Global Studios, here are your hosts. Welcome to Strongman Radio. This week is episode 69. We have uh, Chris Lawler is going to be joining us on the show. Chris, how are you doing today? Good. How are you, Kyle? Good, man. Thanks for uh, coming on the show. I want to talk to you today about your contest you have coming up. You have the River City Challenge here coming up this weekend, River City Strongman Challenge, and as well later on in, in the next break here, the next segment, we'll talk about a little bit how you've been training guys coming up. We have Nationals coming up in about six weeks. So I know you've been training a lot of guys there. But first, I want to touch upon your River City Strongman Challenge. If you could tell us a little bit about that. It's been going on for uh, several years now. Yeah, the uh, first one we did was back in 2004. And I, I can't say it's the 11th because I know we took a year or so off. But it's uh, at least the ninth contest we've done uh, for the River City. I run a few in there. Uh, I do them now with uh, Jake Ralph from CrossFit RVA. I don't know, you mm-hmm. probably remember him, he's done a contest up there. Um, yep. And it's just, it's gotten really easy to do working with Jake. So we plan to keep doing them. Um, this year we tried a few different events and we're getting sort of nervous because I think different events are uh, really enticing to novices, but uh, not so much to the open competitors. We uh, mm-hmm. we had a nice nice little push of opens recently, so we're excited to see the uh, the lightweights and the middleweights actually filled up, so that makes me happy. Okay, uh, that's good. How many, how many are you expecting then? Uh, we're in the 50s right now, which for Virginia isn't too bad. I know some people are seeing 100 plus competitors nowadays, but we've just right. had so many contests in Virginia now that you can kind of you know pick it, schedule, fit your own schedule fairly comfortably now, which is nice. I, you know, you you probably remember years ago that it's you know you were traveling five or six hours to find a contest anywhere. Uh, right. So now it's, it's yeah. we've got it pretty good here. No, that's that's yeah, same thing up here in Pennsylvania, all up to the north, you know, northeast Connecticut yeah. area. You can you, you can kind of pick up like, every other week. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But again, it's it's nice, and the the overall amount of competitors I've seen definitely increased in the past four to five years, just as often like novice classes and things like that, and repeat people coming back when you do yeah. have more contests rather than one every like like you said three or four months. It's a good thing. Hey. It's nice seeing seeing the same people coming back and competing and progressing. It's uh, um, that's definitely something you see more of nowadays versus uh, the folks who come in and and it's the people who come back to the winners. You know, anybody who doesn't do great, you know, just quits. And nowadays, it seems right. to be people are sticking with the sport a lot longer now and progressing. And I think that's a, a, a great thing for the growth of the sport, especially at the amateur level. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So with that, and you have this, like you said, about your ninth, tenth year. How did you go about choosing the events for this year's River City Strongman Challenge? Well, we uh, we usually choose them just to complement the other contests we've done in the area. Uh, this year, we didn't do the RBA Alpha because Jake's okay. Olympic meet has, has blown up so much that it didn't really fit in the weekend, and he ended up having a two-day meet with 100 something Olympic weightlifters, and just it, it was logistically, uh, I guess, spaced out. It's it too much of a nightmare to worry about. So mm-hmm. he uh, he had his hands full there, and I went down, and we took a whole bunch of lifters of that. So that, that's how we used it. So this year we were able to push the log press back and get okay. that in there, which is a, a standard. It's, you know, ironically, one of my worst events in competition, but 
uh, one of the favorites to see. And I know, you know, folks get in a strong match, one of the first things you want to do. So it's nice to have a signature event. Um, right. So we've got the Max Log Press starting out. Uh, next event um, is the Yoke Race, which is one, the retake, I don't know who did that first. But it makes it really exciting when you have them head to head with a repick like that, uh, 40 feet mm-hmm. down, repick 40 feet back, and um, we've had some really good races with that. That's I think exciting for the competitors and the spectators. So that's uh, that's an easy yeah. one. If we haven't already used that one in the past couple months, we're definitely going to put that one in. Um, mm-hmm. The the deadlift medley is a new one for us, and um, okay. uh, tell us about it, that. Well, we, we actually thought. Um, we're letting people choose their own order. We've got the uh, Hummer tire, axle from the floor, and a car deadlift, which we're going to use stacked uh, flipping tires for that, big truck tires. Can't get a car inside the building. Um, but we're letting people pick their own order, and we would originally thought about putting time limits on each segment, and that has created so much confusion. Uh, our hope was that it would keep people from bombing out, that they would actually you know, focus and pick a good order and, you know, they right. – we ran into the opposite with a Max Stone event one time where literally you could go backwards and we had stones that all the earlier divisions were doing. So you could stop and go to score at any time. People still zeroed that event chasing that heaviest one. And yeah. so we, we felt by seg- segmenting it that we were doing them a favor. And it, it turned out that it just created too much confusion. So I think I'm going to meet with Jake this week and see how he feels about taking that back to standard 60 seconds, you know, right. uh, Choose your order, uh, last one rep for points, up and down calls on everything. Fairly standard mm-hmm. nowadays, but it's, it's going to be a first for us, and uh, hopefully people like it and goes well. And it's it's not a new event for the sport, but it's definitely a, a deadlift melee is definitely new for us. Uh, and it's, okay. it's nice nice to have. We actually got the car deadlift from you. And so it's uh, yeah. it's Jake's car deadlift we've got here. It's uh, mm-hmm. the Kyle Bixler original, and it's, it's nice to have that yeah. and be able to actually use it instead of just train on it, right? Yeah, Mike Mike Landrick original. He he made that frame of a oh, cool. beast of a frame that that is. Yeah. And his name so, uh, a lot. Of, I've never met Mike Landrich, but I, I hear a lot of good things about his equipment. Yeah, he uh, makes you know good stuff. We had all the Strongman Mania stuff he made for us, so it was solid yeah. stuff for sure. So yeah, tell well, me about we, this other one. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, well, then we've got uh, uh, these sand blocks. We actually made. They're uh, yeah, sandbag, sandbags wrapped in canvas tarps, duct taped into blocks. And okay. we've used them. We made them for a contest we did in a bar back in 2006 for the stone loading mm-hmm. event because you can't take Atlas stones into a bar. And right. I mean, I guess you could, but you're asking for trouble. So yeah. we used these instead, and it was a hit, but we haven't had a need for them since. And so we basically use these for uh, block presses and training. Okay. Um, and that's, yeah. Danny does really well on the block press. And, you know, even our, our novice guys are hungry pressers and done pretty well on it um, because practicing with these things, you can be pretty bold. And they don't feel good if they land on you, but they don't aren't as intimidating as stones. So it's been a, mm-hmm. a, a pretty useful training tool. It's, it's, we're going to try to get them back into uh, the contest just because you have them so long, people are using them, messing with them. And I think it's nice for people to come out and get their hands on something they haven't seen before. That's right. you know, Most contests I go to, that's sort of a strength of ours is, Going into an unfamiliar event and figuring it out. Um, and I, I like to see other people handle that. So we're going to have, they're all different shapes, sizes, and, you know, the weights are accurate. We put them all on a scale. But as far mm-hmm. as what shape you're going to have to deal with when you get here, I think that's going to be the biggest challenge for folks. And they're going to, that's, at, uh, the medley is actually farmer's walk first, which is pretty standard. Um, then carrying the block down and setting it on a sled. We'll have a little platform on the sled so people don't have to, you know, throw them on there and drop them. And then dragging the sled back. Uh, and that's another, 
you know, variable here is that our, our rubber floor uh, is a flat rollout rubber, and it tends to be right. moody with the temperature. So if it's yes. muggy, if it's muggy in here, it's going to be really hard to pull that thing. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. So hopefully everybody can finish it. But we've been having most people testing have between like in between like 50 and 70 seconds. So we'll put a one minute okay. time limit on it. So we'll see what would happen. We'll see if they finished it or not. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> the last event, which I think is probably the one you want to hear more about, is uh, moss wrestling, and that's um. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's not. That's what open competitors don't seem to like too much. Um, the novice folks, I mean, especially the women, were stoked about it. Uh, yeah. Surprisingly, the, the open guys are not crazy about that one. And I, you know, I'm kind of lukewarm on it. I think it's a neat thing. I'm not particularly good at it, so if it disappeared, it wouldn't break my feelings as a competitor. But as a right. coach, it, it definitely adds a wrinkle. And having that in there, uh, for helping Danny prepare for that for the uh, program went really well. And I feel mm-hmm. like you know, anytime you can sort of add complexity or add depth to the sport, it makes it more interesting for everybody, makes it more competitive, and, you know, at least keeps me from getting bored, so that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, we, uh, the Moss Wrestling, the way we're going to do it is different than how they do it in the sport, how I've seen it on the contests. Uh, okay. We tested that with some tournaments here, and it went really well, and it's really fast. So uh, we're going to do last man standing double elimination, whereas the person who's in last place starts and they compete to score points until they lose, and then they go back in the order. It's double elimination, so they start back at the at the end of the uh, pack. So the last person to lose twice is the winner, and everybody else will have their cumulative MOF scores. And I don't know if you know how that's scored, but it's uh, um, uh, one. No, that was going to be my next question. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Well, if uh, if you shut somebody out, you get three points. If okay. you beat them two to one out of three matches, you get two points, and if you lose two to one you get one point obviously if you get shut out you get zero points so that way they can accumulate their points on that event and then we'll order them and score them with strongman scoring that way it doesn't skew the scores too much Uh so that's i've I've had to put a lot of thought in this because i'm actually meeting with our programmer after this phone call to uh to set the computer up ahead to do that for us um but it's it gives i think it gives the person who has to start out there if they can end up winning that, if they can score enough points, you know, it's a chance for them to make it up just like finish with the stones or a, a deadlift event where you can really turn things around in that last event. And I feel like doing it head-to-head like that's going to be pretty exciting for everybody. And, you know, it's the person who isn't good at the other events might be really good at moss wrestling. So I, I think it's a bit of an equal equalizer. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully yeah. it's well-received and we do it again. If not, I'll probably never do it again. But you don't know until you try, right? Yeah, no, that's that's all you can do is try, see what kind of response you get, you know, and if they like it, do it again. At least you don't have to do it, right? Everybody else competing is going to do it, but you don't have to. So That's exactly right, yeah. Uh, interesting thing, we we had uh, the tournaments here every couple of weeks uh, before Chicago for Danny, and it was really hard to find people to compete against them, but we found a couple every time, and, and they were really popular. And it was always, I mean, somebody always got hurt. That's the one thing that worries me about that event is that we, we couldn't yeah. use it night that somebody get dinged up a little bit. Um, and I'm a little worried about doing it in a, in a full contest. Hopefully that doesn't happen. I mean, that's, we're going to do everything we can to keep that from happening. But um, right. that was probably the biggest risk I see in it is that, you know, we every every small tournament we had here, somebody got dinged up a little bit. And that's, mm-hmm. uh, on the other hand, Danny won that event in Chicago, so... I guess all sorts yeah. ends well. Um, sorry for all the people who had to pay that price, but I'm, I'm glad it worked out well for Danny there. 
No, that's def- definitely good and something you do you do have to train at. We're going to take a quick break for a commercial. When we come back, we'll have more from Chris Lawler on Strongman Radio. When you're fishing, if you don't cast, you won't catch. The same goes for advertising. If you don't cast your line out there, nobody will know you exist. With the Strongman Corporation podcast, you'll be casting to more than 35,000 listeners each week in the U.S. alone, plus more than 100,000 around the world. Learn more by clicking the Contact Us tab at thestrongmancorporation.com. Beyond Ordinary Fitness, the world's premier strength sport. When you own a business or product, you want everyone to know about it. If that product is for the men and women who enjoy the fitness and camaraderie of strongman competitions, then it's never been easier to reach them. Advertise in our podcast today and reach over 35,000 downloaders each week. Learn more by clicking the Contact Us tab at strongmancorporation.com. Beyond Ordinary Fitness the world's premier strength sport. Are you interested in the largest strongman organization in the world? Visit strongmancorporation.com. From amateurs to professional athletes, you'll find amazing articles, live event competitions, even videos and blog posts. That's strongmancorporation.com, fully sanctioned for amateur and professional strongman. It's beyond ordinary fitness. It's the world's premier strength sport. Hit up the website at strongmancorporation.com to learn everything about strongman strength and power. Welcome back to Strongman Radio. We have Crystal on the line with us. We're talking about mass wrestling. Uh, it's it's funny. I just remembered. Actually, I interviewed Matt Mills a couple months ago, and he was telling me how he actually tore his whole lat off when he was uh, training for mass wrestling. So I know it's kind of almost a double edged sword there. You know, a yeah, good I, I good, good event, but be careful. Yeah. And back in June, okay. I was up in uh, um, Minnesota for uh, youth nationals for weightlifting, and uh, I went by. Dave Austin actually lives 10 minutes from where the venue was, so I went and trained with him. And he said uh-huh. he tore he, he his lot of moss wrestling, too. He's like, if he did it again, you know, he, he liked the event enough, you know, where he wouldn't shy away from it. But he would definitely would not get into that grudge match. You know, the close yeah. fight is the one that hurts you, and that's that's what he paid for. He said he ran through, you know, a bunch of people, and then hit that one guy. And just uh, that one person that can match with, with you, that's the one that's going to hurt you. And that probably is where you should make that call pretty early on, whether you're going to fight it out or lose the fight for the next guy. That's, that's something mm-hmm. we've seen other events. Like if you're if you're winning the deadlift and you know nine reps win, but you're not going to pull twenty reps. It's I think you you got to get a similar approach to it for the sport. Now at la- as the last event, I, I feel like we're going to see a lot of people going really hard on it at our contest, mm-hmm. and that'll be super exciting. I just I hope everybody gets through there safely, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how that one goes. It's uh, it's going to this will be the tell whether we use it again or um you know if we just kind of cut it out of our contest altogether. We'll, We'll definitely let everybody know how that how that one turns out. Nice, very good. Now, with uh, so you have let's say scenario here, your contest ends, and you have you know Joe Schmo, that's your winner of your novice class, and he comes up and he wants to you know he wants to get really good. He, he crushed the field. He wants to start training with you. I know you take on a lot of different athletes there. Um, give us a little bit of a rundown what you would do for your you know, your average person coming in the gym. Just just got their first taste of strongman. How would you prepare them to get to the next level? Uh, that, that's actually a really individual thing, but the most consistent advice I give them is to, to try to avoid the mentality of what do I have to do, what does it take, 
and more what can I do? Like looking at their schedule, looking at what they've been doing for training, uh, what the rest of their life is like. If you can find a, a realistic pace at which to involve this. I mean, no, none of us can do this for a living. I mean, it's really, even most of the top guys have day jobs. It's really, uh, I'm going to say an unfortunate delusion to think you can give up on life to be an amateur strongman. Uh, however, it's a fun hobby. It's a great thing to do. I, had a, I don't know if you remember Mike Belby. I coached for a few years. I mean, he yeah, came in, yeah, yeah. he played sports his whole life. And so he now right. worked at this big law firm thinking, well, I don't want to quit playing sports. So he saw strongman as something he could manage in his own schedule very effectively. And he did a great right. job. I think uh contest yeah. I first remember talking to you at the pro performance of West Virginia in 2008 was his okay, first yeah. contest. Yeah. And he was, yeah, he, was bottom, right. he was bottom of the pack at that contest. And he ended yeah. up, uh, his last contest with us, he was, uh, he didn't have his best showing, but he, you know, he was in there hanging in a pro-am, you know, four years yeah. later. So I think taking that mentality, really approaching it as something you, you find the time for, make the time for, but don't think that you're going to be able to quit everything else in your life to do it. And then program accordingly. Think, you know, here's where I am, here's what I need to work on. Uh, I think um, weaknesses are where you lose and strengths are where you win. So, Focus your long-term training on weaknesses and focus your meat preparations on your strengths. And I think you'll climb up the ladder pretty effectively that way. I think everybody can make progress in the sport of strongman that way. And there's, there's, you're never going to run out of weaknesses, and you're always going to benefit from developing your strengths. So I have yet to meet anybody who, who, got, who graduated past that approach. And that's been the, the cornerstone of what we do here. Yeah, no, that's great advice. Different different approach than than I've I've heard before, but at the same time, every word there makes sense. So, you know, if if you're out there listening, just I would say kind of listen to what listen to what Chris is saying. You know, just don't try to go too fast. I guess you could say. You know. Yeah, you, you get really, ready really, for it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Sit sit back, evaluate where you stand, um, seek what, out what the it? guidance and the help you need too. I don't, I don't know what you've seen. You've been in the sport a long time, too. But from my perspective, it seems injuries are the biggest uh, um, obstacle. People get hurt, and I think getting hurt, I mean, that's going to happen walking down the street. You know, and anything, anything can jump out and hurt you. But yeah. getting greedy is a guaranteed way to get injured, and getting injured is uh, the surest derailment you're going to have in this sport. So staying healthy, staying in the game, I mean, I – Danny, his, uh, he was uh, first contest I was around for and involved in his training. He got next to last at a local contest out of Bruce Train Gym in 2010. And since then has become a, a far better athlete. And the one thing that that comes down to is hard work and discipline and being patient. He just doesn't get hurt. He stays in the game. He trains. If something starts to get off, he fixes it. He uh, doesn't push through things. He works on them. He gets better. He is extremely disciplined. I think if um, – I don't believe people who had it trained with him could really appreciate the level of discipline that man puts into what he does. And I think if other people could do that, they would enjoy similar success. I just, I don't believe uh, people can, uh, I don't think most people can do that. I think that's his strength is discipline. And uh, mm-hmm. Dan- Danny will continue to progress because of it. He's, he's extremely humble, hardworking and disciplined. And that's, you know, I think for anybody and anything in life, hardworking discipline will get you there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's Danny Cleampio, in case you guys aren't familiar with who we're talking about. We had him on here a few weeks ago. He's one of the, the top 231 competitors here in the United States. So he actually trains down at Chris's gym down there in Virginia. And let's say you had, you know, not specifically um, Danny, but as somebody, you know, like him, his type, 
how do you i know you do a lot of like olympic like lifting and that type of a thing coaching cool. how do you translate that into a log press or an axle press is it the same way of coaching as a as a barbell like clean and jerk or is there something different uh it is different you use a shorter dip um and with the log, you may carry that foot out a little forward. So especially a smaller person, if the log's getting away from getting out front, you'll let him get to the front foot a little little header, a little further out than they would in a, um, a barbell split. Uh, the axle is going to be really similar to a barbell split, and it, it tends to be very forgiving. Uh, the clean, obviously, is different. We teach uh, continentals. We teach spin cleans. Um, we have people who have the coordination mixed in the grip. People with strong hands, uh, we don't bother teaching them that stuff. If they have strong enough hands to clean it, they can clean it. But uh, like Jake uh, mentioned earlier, uh, Jake Rowell, he can clean, I think, a 280 axle. But if it's welded, he starts having trouble at 250. So uh, it would be in his best interest to learn a continental if that comes up again. Um, but really, you have to, those little techniques and, and tricks for getting the implement into place, they, they play more with the clean on the axle. Um, with the log, though, I, I like the split. If a, an athlete can learn how to take a split from that shorter dip. Um, okay. The problem is a lot of people, when they when they split, they try to heave it and leave it out front. Uh, the reason I like the split is because it adds uh, stability in the sagittal plane, which is front to back, which is where most okay. people will miss a jerk. And having that, if you have good footwork and you can get the timing out of that short dip, uh, having that stability will keep you from missing that log out front, uh, which okay. is the most common place I see people missing it. Um, the challenge, though, when you take a um, try to heave the log up, you end up, push pressing and stumbling around with it. And you're not going to be able to split if you don't have solid footing or, or sure timing. So we, we spent a lot of time drilling that. Um, I think actually, listen, I think Danny actually mentioned our, uh, our terrible triple where we'll do, we'll work up to a power jerk and use that way for our split drills. <laughs> yes, you did. And um, yeah, so we'll, we'll work the offside a lot. And I think drilling your offside in the split, while it, it feels horrible, uh, it's really uh, an effective way to build speed and coordination on your strong side. Also, keeps from developing imbalances in the posture muscle and uh, mm. evens out the stress on the knee if you're splitting heavy on the puck foot, that kind of stuff. I think it's okay. it's a good it's a good idea to do for developing yourself physically and technically. Okay, good. Yeah, I know definitely. There's some some more good advice for you. So if you're out there training your your strongman log tonight, and you normally split, you know maybe you want to try the terrible terrible threes. It is that's what you said. The ter- terrible tri- We we actually called the route terrible triple. Triples. Jake, Jake hates it so much. We named it after him. Okay. But uh, we, we call it the round triple here, but he calls it the terrible triple when he programs it for his guys. Jake actually coaches okay. a group of strongmen down at his gym, too. Okay. So maybe you guys want to, want to give that a try, and then when you hate it, you can contact Chris or Jake and thank them yeah. <laughs> for that wonderful for that wonderful suggestion. So, yeah, like, like most uh, things, you got to take your medicine. You'll hate doing it, but you'll be better off for it. Awesome. Sounds good, man. Well, that's about all I have for you tonight. So um, I'd like to, you know, wish you luck this weekend on a great contest. Hopefully, mass wrestling goes great as planned. And I'd like to thank you for coming on and taking your time out today with me. Really looking forward to it. Thanks for the time, Kyle. All right. You've had Chris Lawler here on Strongman Radio. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll have on Strongman Radio.
Are you interested in the largest strongman organization in the world? Visit strongmancorporation.com. From amateurs to professional athletes, you'll find amazing articles, live event competitions, even videos and blog posts. That's strongmancorporation.com. Fully sanctioned for amateur and professional strongman. It's beyond ordinary fitness. It's the world's premier strength sport. Hit up the website at strongmancorporation.com to learn everything about strongman strength and power. When you're fishing, if you don't cast, you won't catch. The same goes for advertising. If you don't cast your line out there, nobody will know you exist. With the Strongman Corporation podcast, you'll be casting to more than 35,000 listeners each week in the U.S. alone, plus more than 100,000 around the world. Learn more by clicking the Contact Us tab at thestrongmancorporation.com. Beyond Ordinary Fitness, the world's premier strength sport. When you own a business or product, you want everyone to know about it. If that product is for the men and women who enjoy the fitness and camaraderie of strongman competitions, then it's never been easier to reach them. Advertise in our podcast today and reach over 35,000 downloaders each week. Learn more by clicking the Contact Us tab at strongmancorporation.com. Beyond Ordinary Fitness the world's premier strength sport. Welcome back to Strongman Radio. You just got done hearing from Chris Lawler. Good hearing from him and all the good things he's doing down there in Virginia. Be sure to check out his competition coming up this Saturday. It's the River City Strongman Classic. And if you're not from the East Coast, on the West Coast right now, actually Arizona, we have Eric Patterson. He's joining us. How you doing, Eric? Outstanding. Thank you, Tom. Good to have you on the show, man. Uh, we just, uh, I, at least I just caught word that you're, you know, part of Ken Anderson Powerlifting and SPD Sleeves and all that good stuff. So if you could just, um, you know, give us a little bit of what you're going to be doing with the company. Well, I'm just a, a sponsored athlete. I'm just going to promote their uh, product. Hopefully, uh, do them justice by kicking some ass in some of these shows and and representing the product well. Okay, good. We uh, they've been doing a lot, you know, the SPD sleeves, especially knee sleeves and uh, elbow sleeves have been definitely seen around the, the strongman community. So, um, are you going to be doing trade shows or what? What type of stuff are you going to be doing for him? You know, uh, absolutely. I, whatever Ken needs me to to do and and fill. Absolutely. Plus, you know, Jerry Pritchett does a lot, and I, I work a lot with Jerry Pritchett. So, um, right under their direction, okay. whatever they need me to do, I'm, I'm there. Okay, so you're pretty much uh, spokesman. They're going to have you on. You think yeah, West think Coast, so. East Coast, pretty much. You know, you know, Tom Church, wherever. I mean, I've got that uh, the Masters of America next year in Kentucky, and then I'm going to do the LA Fit, and then of course the Olympia. So. In those venues, I'm sure there might be opportunities for me to advance the product and, and you know, represent them well. Okay, good, man. And then speaking of the Olympia, are you planning on going there again this year? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's been bittersweet for me. I've, I've taken second twice, um, you know, and last year I up by five, make a mistake, mm-hmm. seven guys pass me, I lose by one. So, absolutely, I'm looking for some redemption, especially being a small guy. You know, I'm only 250, yeah. 260, so. Absolutely. Okay. So how's training going for that then? Pretty good? 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm the strongest I've ever been, and, and uh, train, training's going really well. But you know what? There's okay. uh, a high-caliber cal- uh, athletes that are going to be there, and, you know, it's always you never know what happens. Okay, yeah, we uh, had on a couple of Masters guys last week. We had Mark Bevins on here talking oh, yeah. about his, his, athletes. Yeah. his dual run he did last year, lightweight and heavyweight. He uh I don't think he said he's just going to just stick to one class or the other. He didn't declare which yet, but uh, I think he's probably going to go lightweight, but he says he's going to do one and not two this year. Oh, so yeah, well, He's an amazing athlete, and progression was right for the event, so you know it only made sense to, to do that, and he has the, the capability of doing so. Sure, sure, sure. So with your uh, with your training and stuff for, you know, let's keep with Anderson Powerlifting here. Uh, have you been using any of their products to help oh, you yeah. train? Well, I, absolutely. I, You know, um, when I broke uh, the Masters national record in the log press and in, in the actual deadlift, uh, I mean, SDD sound stands for, you know, squat, bench, dead. But right. I think it stands for strong, badass dude. So, you know, you certainly feel like <laughs> Superman when you're in those, and they, they reinforce you well. And, you know, Kim Anderson or Anderson Powerlifting, is the sole representative in the United States. So, you know, everyone can go to Anderson Powerlifting to get all that supportive gear they need for not only strongman, but for powerlifting and weightlifting as well. Right. That's that's uh, AndersonPowerlifting.com. You can go check on, like you said, they have tons of stuff, deadlift suits, you know, elbow sleeves, knee wraps, everything you need. What, if you would say one thing, what sets them above you know, going to another company's website. Why should I go to Power Anderson Powerlifting? Uh, customer service. I mean, you know, if you ever met uh, Ken Anderson, he's a down-to-earth yeah, guy. Yeah. He's always there. I mean, it's him. It's not – he has absolutely some ambassadors and representatives that come with him that are the strongest athletes in the world. And let me remind you, seven of the finalists in the world's strongest man wore SBDs. But with that being mm-hmm. said, there you, go. you know, Ken is the most likable guy. He's got that – Southern hospitality about him, and he, you know, <laughs> he does really reaches out, and he's really friendly. And okay, I think that good. that's uh, extended in his customer service. Okay. And how long have you been a part of the team there? You know, indirectly, uh, like I said, my training partner has been uh, part of Anderson Powerlifting for a while. So, you know, right. I've, I've got to rub elbows for a while. But after I won uh, the pro qualifier, that's when it all came down. Okay. And uh, so with them coming, you know, you have lots of stuff planned here. You said that you're going to kind of be a representative for them. Um, you know, you're coming up this year at different various events, that type of thing. Are they doing any sponsorships for you as far as like, you know, paying for your travel, for competitions, any of that stuff too, or more like an equipment no, sponsor? I, you know, what do you got? I, I wish, you know, sorry, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I wish that were the case. And, and unfortunately, you know, you got to be in the top. Three percent to start to see that kind of uh, sponsorship, mm-hmm. I think. But no, I'm I'm happy getting whatever I get, you know. And that's good. That's that's good. more than a lot of people. That's more than a lot of people get these days, or oh, even get offers. Absolutely, that matters, there's a so. lot better athletes than me that that you know you wonder why not. But you know what? I'm taking what I got and I'm running with it. That's good, man. Well, I'm I'm glad to, to hear that, and uh, best of luck with the you know the power lifting. Uh, sponsorship, you know, Anderson Powerlifting and the SBD sleeves. And, um, you know, if they have any information, how how could somebody directly get a hold of you if they would have any questions about SBD sleeves or Anderson um, Powerlifting? 
you know, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, you can uh, look at, find me on Pritchett Power. Okay. And, uh, heck, you can even email me at eric p69@live.com. Okay, that sounds good. That's been uh, Eric Patterson here with a drop-in little segment here and giving us an update for SBD Sleeves and Anderson Powerlifting. And I'd like to thank you, Eric, for taking the time out and talk with me tonight. Hey, anytime. Thanks a lot, Kyle. All right, thank you. We're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to have more on Strongman Radio. When you're fishing, if you don't cast, you won't catch. The same goes for advertising. If you don't cast your line out there, nobody will know you exist. With the Strongman Corporation podcast, you'll be casting to more than 35,000 listeners each week in the U.S. alone, plus more than 100,000 around the world. Learn more by clicking the Contact Us tab at thestrongmancorporation.com. Beyond Ordinary Fitness, the world's premier strength sport. Are you interested in the largest strongman organization in the world? Visit strongmancorporation.com. From amateurs to professional athletes, you'll find amazing articles, live event competitions, even videos and blog posts. That's strongmancorporation.com. Fully sanctioned for amateur and professional strongman. It's beyond ordinary fitness. It's the world's premier strength sport. Hit up the website at strongmancorporation.com to learn everything about strongman strength and power. When you own a business or product, you want everyone to know about it. If that product is for the men and women who enjoy the fitness and camaraderie of strongman competitions, then it's never been easier to reach them. Advertise in our podcast today and reach over 35,000 downloaders each week. Learn more by clicking the Contact Us tab at strongmancorporation.com. Beyond Ordinary Fitness the world's premier strength sport. Welcome back to Strongman Radio. Thank you, Chris Lawler and Eric Patterson, for taking the time out to speak with you today. Good luck to Chris on his competition coming up this Saturday. And Eric, best of luck in your competition coming up for Masters Nationals out of the Olympia in just a few weeks, actually, let's run down the contest coming up this weekend is Chris's show, but then also in the Great Lakes out Lake Erie, there's the Great Lakes Strongman Championship in Georgia, Georgia's Strongest Man, and in California is the Beast of the West, as well as Texas, there's the Central Texas Showdown. So if you're in any, any of those areas, be sure to check out those competitions. And then looking forward to September, there's the Masters Nationals that we previously spoke about, as well as the America's Strongest Woman, which will be on the 18th and 19th in Las Vegas, Nevada. Also, in the beginning of the month, on the 5th in Texas, there's Texas Strongest Man, the Harvest Queen, last of the Queen Series in Virginia. In Maryland, there's the ESC Fall Fest Strongman. That's my contest that I'm holding. And in North Carolina, there's the Mass Strength Spectacular, all on September 5th. On the 12th in Ohio, this second annual Samson's Challenge, and in New York, her first show up in Syracuse, the Orange Elite Strongman Competition. As well as on September 13th, over in England, there's the Elite British Strongman Challenge. Rounding out the month on the 26th in West Virginia, there's the Strongest Man in the Forest, eight, eighth year that that competition is going down there in Strongman in the Forest. Check that one out, and as well as in Kentucky, the Iron Warrior Southern Kentucky Strongest Man. Some results also in 
from Team Nationals. And they didn't have too many this year, but looks like Thomas Roman did enter in two classes, actually. He won the lightweight and the heavyweight team. So congratulations to your heavyweight and lightweight team champion this year, Thomas Roman. And the women, looks like they had three competitors, Mackenzie Erickson, Jordan Woody, and Emily Trahan. Jordan Woody was your champion for the women's teenage division. They also had Alabama's strongest man, and it looks like Shana, excuse me, Melissa Henfield won the women's lightweight, and the heavyweight women was won by Courtney Green. Then the Masters, it looks like Greg Fields won that. And the Open Lightweights, Jeffrey Lee, he won that con that uh, class. Open Lightweight and the Middleweights, Bob Schwantz. And then the Heavyweights was Michael Phillips. We also got results in from the Refugee Barbell Strongman Classic in the Masters Women's Division. It looks like Cassandra Galindras, she won. And second place was Kelly Johnson. And in third place was Brenda Taylor. All three of those ladies qualify for the Masters Women's Nationals in the Open Lightweight Women. Top three qualify there as well. First place, Heather, Heather Royalty. Second place, Gabriel Brost. And in third place was Rachel Pace. Open Middleweight Women. In first place was Stephanie Smith. Second place, Emily Ware. Actually tied for second. And Jenica Copeland in third place. In the Men's... We only had one Masters, Tom Jackson, for the lightweights and the, meta and the heavyweight Masters, Mike Richard and Matt Krulik tied for first, and in third place was Eric Schmidt. They had a 135, or excuse me, they had a lightweight 150 class, it looks like. Heath Stone, first place, Richie Stecker, second place, and Jose Gonzalez in third place. Good to see a 150 class actually hold. That's a new class this year, 150 and under. Open middleweight class in first place was Rob McCain. Second place was Dexter Daly. And in third place was Addison Overby. Heavyweights, first place, Nicholas Belowski. Second place was Brian Arena. And in third place, Jared Burke for the Refugee Barbell Strongman Classic. We also did get results in from Michigan's Strongest Man, Aaron West Contest. Which and we had Aaron on here a few months ago. He's talking about his special bratwurst hold of sausages with a front hold, and he was going to have his Das Boot award. Saw some pictures of that. Looked like a pretty cool contest. Uh, some results here for those that competed in there. Looks like in the women's they had in the lightweight division, Carolyn Rainey. She had first place, Brandis Webb second place, Marcy Link in third place, and in the heavyweight women, uh, Rachel Thatcher was first place, Jesse Erickson second place, and Crystal Mackey in third place. For the Masters, looks like in first place, Mark Phillips. Second place, Shane Rickman. In third place was Bob Pensari. In the middleweight men, first place was Trevor Rakowski. Second place, Joe Sheffield and Jake Webb in third. First place, Jake Harmon. Second place, Sean Hortsky. And in third place was Justin Blake for the men's heavyweight. Good job there for Aaron West and all those at Michigan's Strongest Man. And that just about does it for this week's show. Tune in next week. We'll have more guests and more updates for upcoming competitions. Be sure to check out strongmancorporation.com. And this has been Kyle Bexler for Strongman Radio. Thank you for listening to the show. 
please help us by supporting our sponsors. Tune in next week for our next exciting episode of Strongman Radio.